Radio V. Radio in TV. Radio in TV. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Ida Rodriguez, listening to some Kanye with my BFF, Jason Stewart. My first episode of Truth Serum. Yes, yes, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for asking me to be on the show. I'm so glad you're here. Um, you and I are kind of equally yoked in a gay straight way. Uh-huh. So I, I like for you to be here because you and I kind of um, are very opinionated. We're both comics. When right. we met each other, and actors, and actors, and, and writer producers, and we hit it off so well. We uh, met around probably four months ago at the improv, and we've been the fastest friends I've ever had, and I'm just in love with you. Me too, you know. And you know what? The other thing about we can, we can have an honest conversation, we can agree to disagree, and talk about anything. And that's a very hard to come by in this town, right? So uh-huh. people are, everybody wants to, everybody you know, wants to be you a You know yes you're man. on, the, they're watching you. This is not radio. Yeah, I, I and you're know. you're on your phone and you know that people can see you. I just want you to know that. No, I'm tweeting my people. I, I'm getting a little bit of uh, You don't tell them that. I have my own show here called Absolutely Jason Stewart. And whatever's going on here, you don't need to tell them. It's okay. No, I know, but I'm telling them. Okay. Listen, this is truth serum where we operate in truth 100%. Oh, we're telling completely the truth? Absolutely, because oh, nobody else tells the truth. So that's what's going to make this podcast different. Um, I have a web series that I do call I'll Say It For You, and people have been tweeting me and they've been sending me messages on Facebook asking me to do more. So I've decided to give them an hour of my truth serum. Oh, God. And I just want to give people a little background on where that name comes from when I was doing Last Comic Standing last season. Just for people know who don't know, she was actually in the top 10. Yay. That means of 100 people, right? Yeah. They got on the show and then thousands who wanted to be on the show like me and they didn't want me. <laughs> So, yes, I made it to the top 10. And Keenan Ivory Wayans said, you know what? You are like a dose of truth serum. So thank you, Keenan Ivory Wayans. He's um, the sweetest. He was. He was very honest with me and very and loving. so sexy. And uh, I won't say that because um, I can't. But, yeah, he was great. I can. He was great. Yeah, the guys, I mean, gay men can say whatever they want. It's truth. It's you guys truth. run the country. L- let's start with that. Um, I, I'm, I've been getting a lot of... Um, so I, I did a web series and I did this installment about gay men wearing dresses. Not gay men wearing dresses, straight men wearing dresses on the runway because that was in the season. Really? For men. And uh, I said I, I didn't like guys that wore dresses. Did you see that? And I saw the ones who was with the, they were walking down the runway and they're actually their penises were showing. Oh, well, that's not called runway. That's called porn. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I was like shocked. And they were the. Well, what was really weird is that they were ugly fucking clothes. No, the dresses are horrible. And I and so a, I a lesbian came on my page and she got really upset and she called me stupid. And I said, listen, if you like girls, you like girls. I like boys that dress like boys. Okay, so we're talking about sexual preference for you. Yeah. What, well, what I'm is, not talking about a fashion preference but for me talking, and my men. You're so maybe it's not what you said, it was the way you said it. Because right. I'm, I feel the same way. If I want to date a guy, I don't want to date a guy that wants to wear a dress. But right. I do not care if a guy wants to wear a dress. Me either. But so what I, think, I, I don't want to have to say, I don't want to have to check everything that I'm saying because I have to be scared of petition.org and the nah, special cases. come on. Come on, gay there's people there's are getting there, out of control. Yeah, no, but there's a difference. 
Yeah. There's a difference between saying what you want to say and, ha and being understood and using your words and a difference between uh, being misunderstood for something. And you were obviously misunderstood. Absolutely. But also, this there is this also wave of political correctness. There and is. And it's just, it well, stifles uh, people. Kathy uh, Griffin left uh, Fashion Face because of it. Yeah, because yeah. It, it stifles people. I still don't get it. It was some, some dumb joke about oh. some girl in a dress that was wearing some dress. Here we go, a dress again. Yeah. And it was, I don't even know what the joke was. It was so dumb. And, and uh, what's her name? Uh, Juliana, who's very funny on the show, says something. And, and Kelly goes, oh, if you say this about my friend, you know. Oh, no, no. It wasn't about the dress. It was about the dreadlocks. Oh. And she said the girl smelled like patchouli oil and uh, I forgot what it was. Pot. It was pot and marijuana. So basically what it was, it was a pot joke. Right, but it was it was directed at a Disney kid. So this is a young girl. This is not a thirty-something-year-old woman. Right, it's a young girl that represents the Disney brand, and so. Um, and we know none of the no girls from the Disney brand at all do anything except their pure as driven snow, Miley Cyrus. Well, while they're on Disney, though, so not when. But this is this. Is I think it's so ridiculous. She made she made a, a joke about her hair. So what? It was it was. Um, what some people consider to be racially insensitive with what's going on. Was it about race, on. though? It was about pot. But it was a black girl with dreadlocks. It wasn't about... Isn't it. she a biracial girl? I don't know. She's black, though. In America, if you got one-sixteenth of African-American blood, well, you I'm, are declared Negro. I've had enough black boyfriends. I must be black. Yeah. Well, uh, that I won't touch. But, <laughs> but, but I, I will say this. So I, you think it was wrong, then, for her to say that? No, I don't think it was wrong. I don't think I think it was it was it wasn't properly delivered. I don't think she has the comedic muscle for that. See, Joan Rivers used to do stuff like that I all the time. I think when you're 80, you have permission to do anything. Now, the other thing, when you know, when 50, she... When you're 50, you don't. But, but when Joan Rivers wasn't 80, she was delivering this Not thing. like she did when she was, uh, uh, yeah, yeah it no, was a safer time. But she was also a comedian, and she had... Well, Kathy Griffin is a comedian. But oh, Kathy, Kathy didn't, didn't say it. It was it, Juliana. It was Juliana. Who I think is really funny on the show. I don't think she's funny I don't agree. She's smart and funny. I'm always sort of shocked, and I asked some people, does she have writers? Yeah. And then Tony Tripoli was sitting here on my show, and he used to be the head writer and Kathy Griffin didn't want him on the show so he was gone mm -hmm. uh, that's what I'd heard well now Kathy and uh, Kelly are both are gone on, right yeah and I guess that means Kathy's friend the gay guy that was on who's also pretty funny he's gone so I guess it's a show with Juliana and no one else so I want to say right now to E Ada and I are available yeah we would love to be on this show absolutely and we, we are willing to get into trouble for you yeah and we're not going to make jokes about people with dreadlocks and oh. assume that they all smoke marijuana I think I might have, I have to say I might have done that by accident. No, you haven't. You're wouldn't not, you you're so sensitive come on, you to wouldn't people. Have I, some Disney kid. I, well, number one, I hate all those shows. Um. Yeah, but you know what? This is a year that this whole thing is going on with the Selma thing that felt like they got snubbed. The director of Selma has dreadlocks. This young girl is wearing her dreads. She's trying to uplift young women. I guess so. I just, you with know the whole hair I, thing, I the black hair thing. I got it, and I, and I agree. I think we should stop black women. You got to be careful with what you say. just be who they are. I don't think they should have to try to have white women hair. I think I love the idea that black women Well, all the images their, that are being pushed constantly are the images of Which women. Uh, Disney pushes. 
Well, Zendaya spoke up and stood out, and then so this whole thing happened. So listen, I am. But one quick little piece of information just to say is the dreads were not hers. Mm-mm. That's what I had heard too. I know they weren't. They so weren't. I mean, it was even weirder. Which, is a, which raises yet another issue, okay, and then another opportunity for somebody on petition.org to create one of these other bullshit petitions to bully other people because people got too much time on their hands. We're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna come back, and then we're gonna talk about gay people. Oh. I'm Sheriff John Bennell. You're watching T-Radio. Radio and TV? What? That's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Uh, uh, no, perfect. Yeah, no, Why are you asking me to do this after 12 drinks? <laughs> Join Dave Navarro and friends for Dark Matter, Wednesdays at 9 p.m. on T-Radio V. Right, Dave Navarro here. Dark Matter Radio, T-RadioV.com. The universe is vast, enormous, huge, full of stars, planets, and matter. Some of the matter is so dense that not even light escapes. Get on the mic! Get, get on the mic! Get, get on the mic! Get on the mic, Frank! Pardon my reach. <laughs> See, and you guys were worried. I think this is going great. <laughs> Pardon my reach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the f- away from me, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are really beautiful. Oh, you Thanks, really you guys. He's one of the most beautiful people I've ever known. This is pretty much every week. He brings in a guest that tells him how beautiful he is. Pardon my reach. If you have to reach over me, then don't do it. He is the straightest <laughs> gay guy I know. Dave Navarro signing off. Dark Matter. Thank Good you night. for listening. Bye. <laughs> Dark Matter with Dave Navarro, Wednesdays at 9 p.m. on T-Radio V. Yo, what's up? This is your boy Kyle Mass, and you're checking out T-Radio V. T-Radio V. T-Radio V. Hello, T-Radio V. Love you guys. Radio in TV. Rodriguez giving you a little dose of that truth serum. We are uh, so uh, allergic to the truth nowadays. Everybody's just walking around in political correctness, stomping on uh, self-righteousness and judgment. Head down, eyes up. I'm taking a picture, as you can see. (laughs) I want to thank all of the people that have been supporting me on my journey and have been continuously asking me about podcasting. And so now that we are actually doing it, I look forward to hearing your comments and uh, what's going on, what you think about the podcast. Um, I want to I want to take a moment to talk to Jason Stewart before I get into uh, talking about gay people. 
Because um, I talk about gay people. I am people. a gay person. Too. I know, but you're just a person that happens to be gay. There are some people just who Just on are, the weekends, because I can't do it every mm-hmm. day. It's too exhausting. Exactly. I start on Friday. By Sunday, I'm just so tired. <laughs> you, and that's what I love about you, because you're a person that... You're so... You know, you... You are, we are all multidimensional creatures, and there are some people who walk around with their gay banners, and then, and they're, you know. You know c- c- I let, okay, well, we'll talk about that after the interview. But let's talk about you. Let's talk, first of all, with, you know, what's going on with you? I saw a, a very, a very good audition that you did earlier, and I don't think people realize that some comedians actually are real actors, and you have such an extensive background. In well, acting. I started acting way, way before I started comedy. Mm-hmm. I was eight or nine. I started studying when I was 15. I did my first job when I was 19. Right. And I've been in probably close to 100, 125 film and TV shows. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And so what was, the, what was the best acting experience you had on television? What was the favorite show? I'd say The Closer. The, oh, I Because my, Adam, my friend Adam Belanoff uh, got me in on that. And James Duff, who's the creator, and Kara Sedgwick sort of brought me up. You know what I mean? When you're in a scene and you just feel like... I had most of the lines because I was the red herring in this episode. And I have to say that she really brought me up. And she made me uh, do things that I didn't think I was going to do because she was so present and so real. Uh, Yeah, we we saw her at Sundance. Oh, yeah. Do you remember what happened? You talked to her. It was so funny. So uh, Kara and Cedric and her husband, Kevin Bacon, are walking down the street. And I say to Ada, oh, give me just a second. I know Kara. And I went over to say hello. And some uh, security guy goes, oh, you you can't get in here. I said, well, I know Kara. I was on the closer. We've met and we've we've met each other socially. He said, oh, yeah, right. So I picked up my phone. And I called her number. And, and she said, answered the and phone. She answered. And, 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 and we're talking for a couple minutes. It was so sweet. And the guy looks at me. He goes, oh, okay. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> it's always the gatekeepers that act oh, like it's that, the wouldn't you say? Remember the one thing we were at Sundance? By total coincidence, we were both there. I was there for a movie called Tangerine that's uh, directed and, and co-written by Sean Baker, who is a yeah. big Spirit Award winner who did Charlotte, Prince of Broadway, uh, Take Out, and the show Warren the Ape and Greg the Bunny. I love, love, love Sean Baker. And the Dupas Brothers were the executive producers. And uh, Kaching and Darren and all the other producers, so great. And uh, I got to be in this movie, so uh, so was Ian Edwards. Yes, and another going, comedian. Another wonderful comedian. And we go to this party that Tig Notaro is having, who's a comedian, and we all know her for her documentary. That so was also being shown at Sundance. Sundance. So the three of us go there. We're all comics. We say, hey, we'd like to come into the party and say hello to you know, her. And, the, and this little gay guy goes, I'm sorry. Uh, there's just no way you're going to get in. Yeah. And I looked at him. I said, honey, I play you on TV. Ah, uh, yeah, you did. I said, go talk to that manager over there. We're going to get in. They all know us. And he did. And we got in. Absolutely. And there was no one in there. It was just so weird. There was plenty of room. It yeah, like there was so plenty of room, and it wasn't as hot as he tried to make it out to be. No all. offense, Tig, because you're awesome. Yeah, she was great. It had nothing to do with her. It's some little gay guy publicist that was very affected by his own presence. So you said acting-wise. So, um, and I say doing Mentor was probably one of the most uh, exciting things to co-write, co-direct, I mean co-write, direct, uh, co-produce, and, and act in with my friends uh, Alexander Paul and uh, Paul Laya, who's my co-writer. We got nominated for the... Um, Indie Series Awards for Best Writing, Best Supporting Actress, Alexander Paul, and Best Guest Star Actress, Lee Garlington. And it was just, I got to say, so much fun to write, direct, act, take something from the beginning to the end. If you guys want to watch it, I hope you all do, go to jasonstewart.com, S-T-U-A-R-T, and just click on the word mentor and you can see it. 
And it's pretty, you know, unfortunately, we have such dark, sen the art humor, sense of humor is are dark. So. This is not working. <laughs> this is not working. It's so okay. uh, I tell you. That was just the truth. You just heard the truth. It was just the truth. You know, we keep it here. We're, even the mistakes, everything is all, we operate in full, with full disclosure, right? On it's my okay. show, I just wait for the break and Complete. then I tell them. But I guess that's lying, isn't uh, it? Yes, it is. And on this show, is considered lying. But so. I just retweeted you. Thank you for retweeting me. I just got it. <laughs> um, so that's what I've been doing. I've been looking at my phone because I've been getting some tweets and some uh, messages and I just. I've been Instagramming and doing all the things that you have to do to stay alive it's nowadays. It's exhausting. It is. It's exhausting. And it's, it's exhausting. And every day there's a new technology and a new. But I want to act with you. I want to do something with you. I want to do something with you, too. I do. You've been coaching me and I've been getting better. I've been walking into my auditions with a lot more confidence and a lot more swagger because I feel like I actually know what's going on. Now. It just is, I love coaching people because it's fun. It makes me a better actor. You're really good at it. So what? So mentor, tell them again where they can see. Uh, go to jasonstewart.com, S-T-U-A-R-T, and just click on mentor. It's in the bottom uh, left-hand corner. And you get to watch all six episodes. And uh, Bobby Slayton is in. He has a little cameo in it. Lee Garlington, you've seen in a million things. And the absolutely beautiful, gorgeous Alexander Paul from Baywatch is the meanest version of her that you've ever seen. She's I so really funny. like that lady. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. So we're going to talk about gay people now because I don't want to run from it because then they think I'm running from it. What I want to talk about gay people, because um, I have a joke about how I, don't, I didn't vote for gay marriage and people were really upset. And I said, I'm a single woman of color and there's no way I'm going to let a man walk down the aisle before me. And it's oh, not so it's religious. It's a joke. It's not, it's not religion. It's called hating. Uh, I, I just I hate to see gay men. And You've been married though. Yeah, but you're I, divorced. But I want to get married. So it's again. a lying joke. There no, I want to get married to some again to somebody that's normal and good. Oh, that's not going to happen. Normal, no, normal. Where do you? Where is that store? I I don't know. I just think see. We're watching you on your phone. This is too real. Nobody wants to watch you. Hi, everybody. I love you. Thank you. So listen. How many people? Oh, God. Right. So you, everybody, people start tweeting you and they well, want to Well, at least say what's happening so we know. I'm, I'm, I'm letting them know. I, have, I got a tweet from somebody in Florida who's been very supportive for many years and uh, has been waiting on a podcast and now can't watch it because he's at work. And he's like, dang. I said, well, but you can well, go back and let watch it. Let people know that they can go to T Radio V and they can look through the archives and they can see your show anytime they want. You just let them know right now. Tell yeah. them again. Uh, you can go to T Radio V and look through your, the archives and you can watch uh, Truth Serum with Ada Rodriguez. It'll probably be on tomorrow. Right, Frank? Yeah. Now, Frank was just not paying attention to me for a moment. This is the truth. And he was talking to <laughs> some guy with this weird hairdo. You know, oh, my God. There you go. Talking about people with white people talking about people with dreads again. Is that dreads? Yes. No, I think that's just sort of a mess. No. <laughs> Come in here. Let them see. It is dreads, I guess. Come show them. Come show them. Oh, there it is. Oh, there he is. Look, look. Oh, I hate with that fat thing in the back of my head. I hate it. I hate it. When I go like that, I hate it. Yeah. I think it's cute. He reminds me of the dude from he the far adorable. side. He is adorable. He looks like uh, Sean Wayans. No, he doesn't. All black people do not look alike. It's not all Sean black Wayans people. Sean Wayans is dark skin. Not the color of his and face. short hair. But he looks, he, his face is oval and he looks like, I know these He boys. looks like the dude from the far side. Yes I know no? the I know the Wayans brothers. And I love the far side. I was on my wife and kids. The kid, they were on the set all the time and I know them well. Okay. So you're not, you're not a racist. No. Okay. This was an actual, he does physically look alike. 
Can we talk about racism a little bit? Yeah. I mean, I, th- this is the first episode we're working out the kinks, but the the, the tone of the show is not going to change. We're going to talk about the things that people are uncomfortable to talk about. And we're going to talk about white people, poor white people. You can't say anything anymore because everything you say is considered racism. And, and, and I just think we've gotten so out of hand with pointing the finger. Oh, I'm telling you the truth. They ju- I just retweeted that I'm going to be at Crackers next <laughs> week uh, from the 26th to the 28th <laughs> in Indiana. And they, they're actually playing a Laugh Factory tape at the uh, Crackers Club, so it's very confusing. And I was there a few weeks ago, and those people were awesome. And I worked there five years ago, and I got rebooked because of you. Well, you know, but I'm just letting you know that th- that uh, those audiences were ready to go. They wanted to hear some comedy, and they were not there to witness political correctness. Well, it's Indiana. Um, <laughs> oh wow, I can't I can't touch that because I'm teasing. But um, did. Can we talk about, so we're going to talk about racism and what racism is, because I want to speak out on behalf of uh, the people who are not being racist when they say certain things. I just think because being a person of color, we're so right now, everybody's racially constipated. Some people just don't know. I was at a show in Indiana and this white lady comes up to me and says, I really wanted to meet you. I thought you were really funny. I thought you were really smart. I really enjoyed your comedy. So I have to be honest, I live in a town where it's 100% white people, and I've never met a, a Latina woman. What? Yes. In 2015? Yes, she lives in Indiana. Is she a hoarder, or does she live alone? I mean, <laughs> I don't know where she is lives. Is she agoraphobic? I needed to know so I could write that down so I wouldn't end up in that town by myself at night. But she was telling me that, and I, I, I think if I would have been... If I would not have been, I've had an open heart to her because I don't think she was coming from a place of malice nor a place of, I think she really wasn't accustomed to, she really hadn't met somebody. Well, that's where comedy is is a, is a connecting of the dots of people, yeah. I think. For specifically Puerto Ricans. No, because but that's th- not the region oh, okay. of the country where right, we dwell. Right, right. And, uh, and I, if I would have taken the offense to what she said and I would have gone on the racism route, I would have not connected with another human being. And I think that... You know, some people are not racist. Some people just don't know better or just haven't well, been Well, maybe exposed. she was just telling her truth for that Absolutely. moment. Absolutely. Whereas those idiots that were on that bus chanting that song with, uh, in Oklahoma where... Oh, the racist song about, with the N-word? Yes. It's crazy. That's a whole different thing. And and Rush Limbaugh sucked my balls, okay? That whole thing... You know what? I want to tell you something Kanye about Kanye West would have been... I think that... He is a complete liar. Absolutely. Because I don't think he's a racist. I think he's a... Sensationalist? Uh, yes. Is that what you would call Because I've heard people that meet him, have met him and have said, this is a charming guy. He's not, you know, this and that. And certainly not a good person if you, to make a living and, and to get money on the blood of other people's pain. And uh, so, you know, in a way, if he was a true racist and a too, true limited Republican person, maybe you could respect him more. But man... I don't believe anybody on television. I think that that's oh, no. all reality Bill, television. Bill Re- Riley, t- well, Fox. Is, is, all, it's a reality show. It's it, a long-running it, reality show. Yeah, it's it's. I, I I'll watch something on MSNBC or CNN, and then I'll when the same thing is going down, and I'll turn over for a second to Fox, and I'll go. I can't believe they're doing this. But then you know, it's it's for ratings because all those guys, the NBC guys, the MSNBC, CNN, they're all friends. It's just hilarious to me that you see them on television and the general public gets all riled up and they don't know that those people are reality Yeah, but I do think the people at MSNBC probably don't respect them. Uh, Well, that could be the case. You know. So, 
Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Yeah, we do this. This means wrap it up. Um, we live in truth here. I at try truth to pretend Serum. like, you know, to have some sense on my show, Absolutely Jason Stewart, every Wednesdays at 1. I try to have some <laughs> I love the sense. Plug. Some sense of it's a show. That's Kanye. That means shut up. That's what Kanye I'm, I'm means. I'm going to take your award from last comic standing. <laughs> Hey, what's up? It's Tom Logan, the house, and you're tuned into T Radio V. This is Quick Fix Radio. Quick Fix Radio! Yeah, 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 yeah. Check it out, y'all. We back in the building. What's yes, going on? Sir, what it do? We got some super guests, super special guests up in the place. In man. the building, we got all five live in the building. Bone Thugs in the building. All Everybody here, live we here, in the we house. up in here tonight, y'all. Not what's going on? Hey, man, I had I had to come see what this TV radio one, what this all about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got game on the line. Game, what's going down, baby? What up? What, what up, man? What's going on? Oh man, we got EPO Who's this on the phone with us? Yo, what up, man? It's Akon. Oh, Akon in the building. Line. Who is this on the line? It's be real. We got oh. be real. Oh, be real. Yeah. Who is we got on the line? This is Ty Dollar Sign right here. What up, Ty? Dollar Sign in the building. Man, thanks to all the fans for stopping by. The Quick Fix with Crazy Ball, right here on T Radio V. I'm Dr. Mark Goulston. I'm Jeff Brown. And we make up the Zoe What Morning Show. You can find us here on TRadioV.com every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I make you think. He makes you laugh. And if I get a chance, I'll help you change. Or make you cry with his attempts at humor. Radio in TV. Can you relate? We'll make it happen. Look at Jeff. What you doing? Were you mumbling to yourself? <laughs> he back there mumbling. To them. To them. Radio V. Radio in TV. Radio in TV. And we are back. That's Kanye. I love that song. Is that Kanye? Yes. I think he's crazy. I love Kanye West. Couldn't love him. I don't love him. I do. I think he's a genius. I, I love his I saw him music. on the Grammys and he's singing that song about his mother and I thought to myself, He's got a nice voice. He could be on the American Idol. He's I not mean, a singer. He's a rapper. I know, but his voice isn't that great. Because he's not a singer. He's well, a rapper. Let someone else sing the songs. He's, a, he's got Paul McCartney on his album. What more do you white people want? Can I'm a black a man person. just I'm sing a, in America? I'm a Jew. That cuts the white. No, I'm I, not a white person. I'm a Jew. I don't, you got, know, I, a white I, person is, is, like, is like, I don't know, Mary Tyler Moore. That's a white person. Yes, she is. But let, let, let me just say this. I will say this about Kanye West because everybody comes down on him so hard. Well, just like everybody else, Kanye West is a walking contradiction, as we all yes, are. Yes, but he married Kim Kardashian, the woman that, that is known for being 
famous for nothing. Well, I mean, okay, but in all fairness, we I'm the sure heart, she's a very nice the person. The heart wants life. what it wants, and he loves her or whatever. But the the thing about Kim Kardashian, like they call her a whore, they slut shame her, they say all that stuff about her. But the the reality of it is, is Kim Kardashian does what most women her age do. They date. Mm, they've dated. I don't think so. Yes, she she's just married it, three times. She does it on camera. You know how many people I've known who've been married three times. And they're three. Elizabeth Taylor. Come oh, well, on, honey. She's been she's been dead five years. Yeah, but it doesn't she matter. Did it all, that was the fifties. Yeah, it doesn't. That's even worse. Back in the fifties, well, where people, people were had to get married to have judging. sex. Yeah, I just think that Kim Kardashian is a normal woman. I understand, but I just think her image, you know, I'm sure I'm not putting down her as a person, but her image, what she sells, the whole thing, I think is very negative for young girls. Oh, absolutely. I, I, think, I wouldn't want your daughter I, to get involved with this thing. No, she's not. My daughter's pretty solid. But I think that what it is, that we got to focus on the problem, and the problem is the mother. The mother is a pimp. I cannot blame the mother for, oh, for people over a certain age. All of the kids, like the two young ones, she was grooming them for them for this. It's not just she's grooming. I, I, do you think she actually made Bruce transgender so this way she could sell that? He made vagina look so good. She made Bruce go want to get one. <laughs> Absolutely, I do think so. It's his is fascinating. The whole thing, isn't it? The idea that someone would wait this long. And I've known, I know, I've known a lot of people. I'm, but I'm, they said he used to be. He was always been a cross dresser. It's been going on for years oh, since has he was it? young. Yeah. Oh. Something that so he wanted. Not, this is like wasn't. a natural progression. So it wasn't public. Oh, but it, but it does seem fabulously interesting that I that I'm guessing that he will be a lesbian mm. when he when he uh, in his life if he's uh, if he transitions. Uh, he is transitioning. I mean, you can yeah. tell he's had breasts. The breasts are growing, and the I think he was just waiting on his girls to get old enough so that he could just. But 65, <laughs> man, it makes you feel sad because you wish you would have done a lot earlier so he could have had those younger years of being, you know. A woman mm -hmm. missing so much of his life. Ah, but 65 is the new 55. Go get him. Go get him, Bruce. <laughs> All right, so this is a little segment that I have on my show. It's called The Tap Out. Okay. And uh, The Tap Out is uh, I'm going to ask you a series of questions, and you have to answer them unless you choose to tap out. I want to see how far you'll go with the questions. Okay. Oh, All this right? is great. So um, who's the first person, the first black person you ever met in your life? What's his name? Uh, Cecil. Cecil. He lived down the block from me. We became really good friends. Am I supposed to tell a whole yeah, thing about it? Yeah, you can. So what was really funny is that I did not know that years later, I lived in a primarily Jewish neighborhood, and when he moved in, people moved out. My mother told me that years later. I didn't know that. Because he was black? Yeah. And oh. what's so funny is his mother was a, a teacher and his father was a principal. My father, you know, was... Russian, Polish, Jew, didn't speak English really well, you know, was the manager at that time. How but, old were you? Uh, I must have been eight. So did you know you were gay then? Oh, yeah. So did you think Cecil was hot? Did you like Cecil? I, it wasn't like that. I was eight. I didn't have that. It, it, it was like I liked him as a person. No, oh. I was much more attracted to Alan Tableman. Oh, he okay. drove me crazy. He was Jewish? Uh, yeah, a little Jewish blonde boy across the street. And, and, and I really used to like Randy Osepke's dad. <laughs> Wow. Did you ever have a... Uh, well, wait, let me finish about this. So i uh, tell you this one little thing because it's sort of funny. So I'm sitting there and realizing to myself that um, my mother's, you know, from Brooklyn and no education. My father's from Europe, you know, was in the war, didn't mm -hmm. have education. This teacher and this principal lived down the book. They're so smart, you know, and I, and I thought to myself, well, black people must be just smarter than white people or the Jews. And then my father used to say, you can't trust anybody but the Jews. That's all you oh, can trust. Wow. And then I used to think everybody in my family was so crazy. You could trust anybody but the Jews. 
Jews. <laughs> so everything that I grew up with was so warped and so out of perspective that I really remember at a very, very young age sitting with my cousin Mitch and he said, Jews are the best, we're the chosen people. And I'm looking around and they're yelling and screaming and somebody's running around with one shoe. And, and you're like, no. No, no. I'm thinking, I'm just going to judge each person as they come. And I remember thinking that. I was very young. And that's the way I've lived my whole life. Mm, did you ever um so did you ever so you were eight when when did you start having like sexual urges How um i guess you? probably sixth seventh grade sixth or seventh grade yeah um did you ever have um so what what how old were you when you lost your virginity 16 was it to a girl or a boy both at the same time i don't remember which is weird i had a girl a friend named carol resnick and i took her to a hotel and i tried so hard to be heterosexual but i was frightened because i thought if i didn't do it then this was really awful Right. And then I had met this really sweet man in a movie theater that was playing a double feature of you a woman. You said man, he was older than you? Much older, yeah. A woman in the influence, and Alice doesn't live here anymore. Why, did, why won't you say his name, but you said I Carol's don't remember name. his name. No, why, don't you know the name of the man that sexually no. abused you? No, he didn't sexually abuse Yeah, me. how old were you? I think I was 16. Yeah, that's sexual abuse. Not for me. I, really? It didn't fe- no, because I wanted it. Let me tell you the story. So I, w- I went to see a, the, a, 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 this is so funny. I went to see Jenna Rollins and A Woman Under the Influence and Ellen Burstyn and Al- Alice Doesn't Live Anymore, a double feature. Mm-hmm. Of course. And I'm 16 and this guy in the theater comes on to me and I walk, I, walk, I follow him to his car. I was totally willing. He'd be the same thing if a young boy, I mean, I don't know how much older, he was probably in his 20s. So he wasn't that much older than me, but at the time it seemed that way. And I went to his house, can I say what happened, I guess? And I didn't do anything, and he just did something to me. I'd be sort of nice there. And I remember I thought, oh, God, well, I didn't enjoy that. I'm mm-hmm. not gay. And the next day I went back again just to make sure. Oh, that's hilarious. So you had sex when you were 16. Did you ever, did you ever play with boys when you were younger than I that? I was too scared. So you never played with because other boys? Because if you're a gay person, I was always afraid that I was going to be caught, and I knew that I was bad. I knew that, you know, all, uh, that it was negative. I don't know where I learned that. But I learned that so much as a kid growing up. It was really awful because it, it took forever to get rid of that. Have you ever had sex with a big Hollywood star? Oh, yeah. A man that we, uh-huh. would you say their well, name? Well, yeah, of course. Um, it's already been written about. I had an affair with Alejandro Ray, who was Carlos on the Flying Land for a year. Mm. And what's really interesting is I said it. God, I, I when t- you say affair, does that mean he was married? Oh, yeah. With a woman? No, he wasn't married. He was divorced, and he had a child. So he, we, I, he, he, he wasn't. He wasn't. It was an affair because it really wasn't a relationship as much as a refer, affair. We never went anywhere. He would come to my house. I would go to his house, and we would have sex, and that would be it. And he would just show up whenever he wanted to, and he he, would, he was a little, little mean to me sometimes. So I would always mispronounce his name just to make him crazy. Mm-hmm. And what's really funny? How about, would you pronounce it? He said it's Alejandro. I said Alejandro. <laughs> And uh, what's really funny about that is um, I did an interview for a film called Coffee Date with uh, the Frontiers magazine uh, 10 years ago or eight years ago. And the interviewer asked me the same, have you ever had sex with someone who's famous? I said, yeah, Alejandro Ray. I mean, probably people don't remember him because it was such a long time ago. And he passed away, God bless him, from cancer, uh, cigarette smoking cancer, lung cancer. Um, and uh, he... Uh, I didn't think people would remember him. So I said, just sort of, you know, passing. And then all of a sudden, uh, Perez Hilton picks it up 
on his column. And oh, all of a wow. sudden, it's in the National Enquirer. You know, the Flying Nuns, big gay secret. Oh, and wow. then all of a sudden, I'm at Sundance for the first time, and somebody says, oh, yeah, Sally Field had no idea it was gay. Oh. I mean, it went through this whole thing. And then they went on the chat rooms there, and were yelling at me, going, why is Jason Stewart trying to get publicity for this famous person he had sex with? And then somebody says after him, who the fuck is Alejandro Ray? <laughs> you know? Okay, so have you ever had an STD? Oh, God. You got to tell the truth or no, you tap out. No, I'm not. No. You're lying. No. I, you're blushing. I was very young. What did you have? Oh, God. It was so... I got, I got. I think it was crabs when I was very young. You got crabs? When I was very young. It was from, I think it was when I was on the road. Oh, wow. You know? And do you, remember, do you know who gave you the crabs? No. No? I don't think so. I honestly think it was not from sex. Because, of you course, know, they always say that. Because I don't remember it being attached to anybody. But, uh, you know, when we were do, when I started doing comedy and touring it when in, in the late 80s, I mean, they had you staying everywhere. Yeah. And those comedy condos, I would not be surprised if I got crabs from someone who knows, you know. I think it was from one of the comedy condos. Got I, it. I go, ugh. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It, but, yes. but you know what I mean? So I think I didn't get it from sex. Yeah. So have you ever been in a threesome? Oh, God, yeah. Foursome? Yeah. Five some? Oh, yeah. What's the number, the maximum number? I don't know, because what do you call a sex club? Ah, <laughs> you've been in an orgy, so... Well, it's not exactly that. I have gone to orgies, yes, where you pay to go. Mm -hmm. yeah. You pay to go to orgies? We're men. We're or Gay men are organized. Oh, gosh. I, you know, so they've had It's things. a potluck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody brings... Yeah. No, but you, there are, there's all sorts of places you can go. And what's really great about that, in the sense, is that it's sport sex, which means you go in there, you, you're, it's safe sex, it's all, you know, whether you choose to have sex or not, or watch, or whatever you want to do. And there's something sort of cool about that. Then the idea of going someplace and being dishonest with somebody. You know, yeah. I don't do it much now as I've gotten older because I really want a relationship. Oh, you want to be in one of those. Yes, I want to be married too. I want a husband. I love it. Well, every gay guy I know has a husband, so yeah. you, you're not that far behind. I am far behind, believe okay. me. So uh, have you ever had sex with a black guy? Oh, God, five years. I was four and a half years. I was with Tony, the love of my life. Oh, the, uh, yeah. Was he the best sex you ever had? Um, you know, it was, it was quite a long time ago. It was 20 years ago, 22 years ago. And, you know, when someone gets out of prison, the sex is good. Ah. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. It, it was quite, it's, it's a different kind because I was so in love with him. Right. You know, but I think I've had better sex since. Oh, that's a, it's always the case. As you uh, get older, I think your sex got better because you know who you are. I didn't know who I was then. Oh, you know, so you got to know who you are to get turned out. You, you know, but I mean, you, you know, know what you like. Am I, you know, and gay guys were always a little far behind that, you know, because there's so much shame around it. Right. And I didn't really start to have good sex until I was in my 30s. So Jason Stewart just set the bar high because he's answered all of the questions on my tap out. So the next guest has oh. to answer all of the questions or not. They're going to be a loser. Make sure you guys are following me on Twitter at Funny Ada, A-I-D-A. And on Instagram, sending me your messages and your questions. I'm me on too. Facebook. Yeah, follow Jason on. Tell him what your Twitter uh, is. Jason underscore Stewart, S-T-U-A-R-T. My Instagram is J-A-S-S-T-U-59. Yeah, I just Instagrammed him and I tweeted him. So make sure you send the questions. Ooh. And you can also go to my Facebook like page. You can like it and also send me questions and topics and things that you want to talk about in truth only. Because that's what we do here at Truth Serum. I don't know how much truth I can take. I'm exhausted. I love it. See how good it is? Cathartic. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to shut the show down with Kanye. Hey, Yeezy!
I'm Sheriff John Bennell. You're watching T Radio. Radio and TV? What? <laughs> uh, perfect. Uh, no, it's perfect. Why are you asking me to do this after 12 drinks? <laughs> T Radio V. What did you play opposite Andy Eric? Do you remember? Uh, Andy and I worked as uh, two employees at a network. Okay. Oh, you're and forgetting the other I, thing. I played, I, played, I played a news anchor and he played a reporter. Okay, but the other thing you did, the thing you did on the Andy Dick show, who did you play to Andy? Oh, uh, is, is that going to play my sister? You played his wife, Denise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you played his wife. Yeah. So what's wrong with that? Yeah. Nothing's wrong with it. He's got a great range as an actor. And, you know? Yeah, it just was funny. Encounters with Eric and Eliza Roberts, Wednesdays from 2 to 4 p.m. on T Radio V. Hey, my fellow thoughters out there. I'm Charles Shaughnessy. Check out my new show, Here's a Thought, with Charles Shaughnessy, August the 7th, 3 p.m. PST, right here on T Radio V. Now, you know I have a lot to say, but I want to hear what you have to say. So tune in, grab your phones, call me, tweet me, email me in the studio, and let's get this conversation going. Here's a Thought, starting August the 7th, 3 p.m. PST, right here on T Radio V. That's radio in TV. Welcome to Big Mama Nature's house. There's a war! Let's have debris all over him. That's a bad man. Badass, man. Our chairs are damp. Our chairs are wet. Our chairs are slightly damp. I'm gonna have to use that in the seat. This is just like apocalypse now. So this is a good idea to light a torch near a highly flammable costume, mainly around my crotch area. We're gonna get cut out, yeah. It's just gonna be cuts of Jean-Claude. They'll like pause them with loud music over it. What are the chances of a dangerous animal in this island? Zero. So just come. Radio V. Radio in TV. Radio in TV. And we are back. Dramatic music. This is our last segment. And, um, you know, I like to finish up the show with a little rant. Um, it's not what a do you mean rant. Of the show, it's the first one. No, no, no. My show because I've been doing this for a long time. So people who follow me know I was on a I had a podcast called No Filter, and people really used to tune in. So now we're just regrouping and let pe letting people know that we are still the voice is still alive. People know that I am all about values. That's what I want. I'm fighting for values because people seem to be ashamed of those nowadays. Uh, but we, we, we were talking, We said you said you wanted to talk about something. We're talking about women over 50. Oh, uh, ageism. Yeah, yeah, ageism in this town and how difficult it is. And it's not just in Everywhere. Hollywood. You know, and Meryl Streep said it best when she won the Oscar a couple years ago on 60 Minutes. They did a piece on her. And she said, we told people over 50 not to go to the movies anymore. Yeah. We told them that. They said, well, they're not going. We told them that there's nothing here for them. Absolutely. And I think it, that's where it starts. And it, w we went to that panel, the diversity thing. The one thing that I got out of it that I thought was really a real true thing, it was a diversity panel. I don't remember who it was through. Zolico. Zolico. Uh, they said something like, 
no matter what information was given, they said, oh, this is a ghost, big hit. Terms of endearment, big hit. That's just a one-time thing. Uh. Denzel Washington, going, he's a freak of nature. You know, st- you know, black people in Europe, they don't go to see him. You know, all this bullshit, 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 bullshit. Whoopi Goldberg in the 90s was one of the biggest stars in the world. Absolutely. And then she turned 50, and all of a sudden, it just people thought, oh, no more. That's what they do to people. They don't do that to men. No, it, it, the ageism for women is really horrible. There's and Meryl Streep, you know, Jessica Lange, Glenn Close, and then maybe, uh, I don't know, little Cicely Tyson will get to do something. But the, the, the interesting thing is that parts, the most successful more. pieces come with those women. Angela Bassett is amazing. Halle mm-hmm. Berry is, you know, going to get you what she gets you. But there are, you know, a lot of women. But Angela Bassett is doing a supporting role on on um, uh, American, American Horror Story. Yes. And a gay guy, of course, has given her a job. And I don't say that to demean her in any way because she's brilliant. But this woman should have her own show. This Absolutely. woman should be starring in movies. Mm-hmm. She's that good. You know, it took it took Viola Davis to go to TV to get a, an incredible part like that. After she yeah. was in one of the biggest movies of the year, now if this would have been a little white girl or a little white guy or somebody or, or just a guy, yeah, she would be doing major major movies for at least five. I mean, this movie made so much money. Absolutely, and she was you know just her body of work. She was amazing in Doubt. Oh. She held her own with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like she's Meryl an, Streep. Yeah, yeah, she's a great actor. She's not just. It's not just what you see, but, you know, thank God for Shonda, because Shonda's employing so great So it is actors. changing. Yeah. It is cha- Glenn Close went to TV, did her show Damages for five years. It was one of the best shows on TV. Absolutely. And they got rid of her so fast, and two, the last two seasons had to be done on direct TV. People are so easy to do that. Yeah. You know, I'm eating. Everybody's Falcos. job scared, though. Everyone's job scared. But they're not with these action guys. They'll yeah. give somebody over and over. I remember when Chevy Chase was big in his day. He would do bomb after bomb after bomb. Yeah. I was in one of his last big movies, uh, Vegas Vacation, that he did. And it w- I thought to myself, these movies aren't making money, but yet he gets to do them over and over again. I'm glad you're saying this because this, this is my gospel. And I, t- and I mean, I, above all things, I fight for women in my stand up, in my acting, in my writing, and here on this radio show. It's really important for me that people understand that the plight of the woman is, is that is the most oppressed. But I'm oppressed. also a Jewish gay man, so that's yeah, but not by know, religion, but by culture. And, and that being a Jewish gay man, and it's, it's no joke or no uh, coincidence that you and I connect and, we, and our backgrounds yeah. are completely different, but they're really not. Right, absolutely. You know, I come from an ethnic, emotional family with a mother who had four husbands, two she married, two she killed. And, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I come from a woman that stabbed a man with an ice pick because he pushed her. Exactly. So, oh, please, yeah. That's nothing. Nothing at my house. Absolutely. You know, running down the street with a knife, you know, wearing flip-flops or cha-cha heels and plastic earrings and a snap-on ponytail. Hello. I got one on. <laughs> I have my fake ponytail on. And to all you guys that go on Facebook and talk shit about women that wear fake hair, as if it is only a black thing. I'm Latina and I oh, wear... Oh, my mother Reese, has worn black, fake hair her whole life. My grandmother wore wigs. Reese Witherspoon's uh, spoon wears clips in her hair. That Does is she? not... Yeah, a lot of women do. That, that is not just a black woman thing. It is an accessory. No, and wait, we wait, have the is, right wait, to wait, wear... Yeah, but it is a black woman thing that it's more acceptable. You For an actor, you'll mm-hmm. see... you can't, a, a, a white girl cannot change her hair from here to here in a movie. And it's okay. But, but you know... But, 
uh, what's uh, uh, Viola uh, Davis is now wearing a shorter bob, and she had this shorter little pixie cut over the eye. Yeah, yeah, but it was okay for her to just change her wig, and no one says anything, you know. And well, I th- white girls need to come on. Let's yeah, do they it. They don't do it. They don't, don't let do them it. do yeah. that to you, ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White girls start wearing wigs. Yeah, they wear them. They wear the wigs. But they they wear have the- to be a little more realistic about it. Where I the guess. Black women can do whatever they want. You know, well, all of a sudden yeah. one day she's in a fro, and she said, "I said, honey, I don't remember." Oh, yeah, you had a whole different hair. I, I'll, I'll meet someone and go, oh, "My God, she looks so different." What it's is the it? wig? Exactly. Yeah. So all you guys on Facebook and social media who like to attack women, I am going to do what that baseball coach did to those guys. I'm going to find you. I'm going to seek you out, and I'm going to get you. Let's really talk about wigs for just a second, sure. okay? Because I have a problem with them. You know that. No. Yeah, I'm going to tell you right now. Why you don't wear them? Game of Thrones. The wigs are bad. I'm sorry. I don't want to see the lace. I don't want to see somebody. Oh, that's with different. Hair. That's different. Uh, there, but you're not. You're not. You're way, not pointing out. You're not pointing it out for just women. You know? uh, no, M- women, men. There are too many bad fucking wigs. <laughs> well, bad wigs are a universal thing. And I can't watch Game of Thrones because of it. So we're getting off. Uh, we're getting ready to go. I want you to tell people where they can find you and what what they need to be looking for. JasonStewart.com. S-T-U-A-R-T. Everything is there. Uh, this uh, summer, I'll be in the movie Tangerine from the Dupas Brothers and my good friend Sean Baker. Um, I'm in Dirty with uh, my friend Paul Alaya and Tony Dennison, and that's going to be coming out in the next year. And also watch my series Mentor, which you can go on my website. It's on your website. On my website. It's pretty funny. Yeah. And so, you know, you can follow me at Funny Ada, A-I-D-A. That's my website as well, funnyada.com. And on Facebook, for you grown-ups, you can, um, it's Ida.Rodriguez. And ladies, learn solidarity. Stop hating on each other. That is the oh. message that I want to send to you today. Stop jumping on the bandwagon when men are hating on women and you jump on the bandwagon. You bitches stop hating on each other. I am Ida Rodriguez with your weekly dose of truth serum. Tune in next week. Thank you for listening. You are watching T-Radio V, Radio and TV.